Well, I'm gonna call this program Coffee Talkie. So I just need you to say, Mr. Dana presents Coffee Talkie. Mr. Dana presents Coffee Talkie. Perfect. Hmm. My guest, Alexis Spencelock from the Community Food Warehouse celebrating their 40th anniversary gala coming up. Where are you from? So we live in Hermitage. Um, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, though. I've been here since I was eight, so I guess I'm from here. Okay. At this point. <laughs> I get you. I get you. But do you remember Pittsburgh? Do you remember living in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I remember living yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You started school in Pittsburgh? I did. So as a, even as a little kid, what was it like coming from the city into the Hermitage area? Well, for me, it was like a culture shock. I'll bet. <laughs> so I'm used to like riding trolleys and having like, you know, public transportation. We never really had a car growing up. So then moving here and there's like no public transportation or there is there, but it just wasn't like a trolley, you know? Right. And it was a really small town and there were fields and uh, yeah, it was just way different. I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah. I love it here. I keep coming back. I left the area a couple of times and um, came back now 12 years ago and don't plan on leaving again. I like the fields. You see where I'm at. We're, you know, I like looking at a cornfield. Well, we just bought a house maybe two years ago, so I don't plan to leave anytime soon at this point. I think we must be comfortable. (laughs) Now, you're a mom. You said you have small ones. I do. So I have a 10-year-old and a Mm 6-year-old. They go to Hermitage and yeah, I'm a mom and I'm always busy. Yeah. You said cheerleading. (laughs) We do cheerleading. We do Girl Scouts. We do softball. We do all the things. Dance. Yeah. Are you involved with the church? So we go to Grace Chapel Church. Oh, okay. Good. So that would be our church. Yeah. Um, We do things there too. Yeah. (laughs) I know. That's how I grew up. I mean, it was pretty much, especially the weekends were pretty much occupied by church in one way or another. There was something always going on on Saturday. Then you had to do Sunday morning and then there was Sunday night church service. And I was uh, always thankful that we were not of a, de- a denomination that did Wednesday night church, too. Oh, yeah. I could not do a weekday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I more power to those people that do church more than twice a week. <laughs> well, anyway, we're here today because of um, the Community Food Warehouse. We are. Of Mercer County. So I'm the development director at the Community Food Warehouse of Mercer County. Um, The Community Food Warehouse of Mercer County is a 501c3 nonprofit, Mm -hmm. and we are in the business of making sure that those in our county don't go hungry. Um, We are a member or a partner agency of Feeding America. Um, We have over 30 member agencies underneath us. Um, And sometimes there's a little confusion of what exactly a food bank does. So we are the food bank of Mercer County. And when I say food bank, basically we are the hub. So all the food comes into us. And then from there, we have member agencies throughout Mercer County who then distribute the food. I always call our member agencies our boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. They're making sure that the places we can't always be, because we are a very, very small food bank. We're actually the smallest food bank in the whole Feeding America network. Really? (laughs) So we do hold that title. We are small, but we are mighty (laughs) because we are pushing out food that some of the biggest food banks aren't even seeing. We have had this year in 2023, a 73% increase. And we have distributed thus far what we've distributed in 2022 already. We're over 1.6 million pounds of food out our doors. Wow. So we are busy. And I always equate that back to not only our in-house programs, but our agencies, because they're making sure this food goes out. Wow. I was reading on your website today, um, what, an average of almost 30,000 families. 
are in need of food assistance. Wow. So sometimes people think of someone hungry as someone who has nothing. So what we always say is food insecure. That means they don't know where their next meal will come from. So sometimes they may have the basics. They may have bread. They may have cheese. But what about the meat? What about the drinks? Everybody at some point needs a hand up is mm-hmm. kind of what I'll kind of say it as. Um, so what we do is we make sure that they have these pantries to go to so that they're never wondering where that next meal will come from. And I think sometimes a misconception um, of those who maybe are food insecure is that maybe they don't work or, you know, it's just an adult. No, these are your senior citizens. These are your veterans. These are children. There are 4,400 children in Mercer County who are considered food insecure. We have a very high child food insecurity rate. Seniors are the next. We have a huge senior food insecurity rate and then our veterans. So we do have some in-house programs that kind of target those groups, but then we also have a program in-house that targets whole families. Anybody can come and get that. And then, like I said, again, our pantries are there to provide that ongoing assistance for as long as they may need it. Wow. So interesting. I'm sitting there thinking right out of the gate. In most cases, I think with families, if you're looking at your children and they're hungry, you're going to more often than not seek out any opportunity you can to make sure that your children are fed. I would think that the senior demographic would be different because now you're dealing with pride and you're dealing with a little bit of shame. And I think a lot of that sometimes remains a little bit hidden. Being that I'm new to the senior citizen, I, it's funny because your circles start to change and your and and you know you, your paths start to go into different areas. So I find myself now amongst a lot of senior citizens, and I run into situations every now and again where you look at somebody and you wonder, you know, there's just something that's going on there. You're and you wonder, do they have enough to eat? And and you can't if you do approach them, they're probably going to say no. So that was one of the, that's, and I guess what I'm getting to is, do you run across that or is this a perception that? No, that that's accurate. I would say think? that's accurate to say that. I will say a lot of times when seniors call in for food assistance, sometimes it's not always them calling. That's it could what, be a family member. I was wondering, does um, somebody call It could on, be even a friend. Right. Um, and they're afraid they're taking it from someone else who needs it more. Right. But I always try to make them understand that it's here if you need it. Mm -hmm. So we have our senior food box program. Um, We are allotted 500 senior food boxes. Now they are income eligible. So if they meet those eligibility guidelines, then we'll immediately enroll them. If they don't, I'll screen to see if they're a veteran. A lot of times they are. They can go to military share. And if neither one of those programs work, there's still a pantry where they can go. So I always kind of just phrase it as if you think you might need a little help just now, just go right now. And if maybe in a month or two, you, you know, you don't need it, then you don't have to. Or how about I just give you this phone number? And if at some point you find yourself needing it, give them a call. Because a lot of times if you just put that there that you're not taking it from anybody else, there's plenty to go around. I hope that they call. I can't force anyone to call. But a lot of times just making them feel like it's okay, it does help. Mm-hmm. It's just that first step, I guess. Now, veterans, again, I would think a lot of pe- there'd be a lot of people reaching out on their behalf. So veterans is something really easy for me to talk about because when I started, that's actually one of the programs I took over. Veterans program started a few years ago and had 90 veterans total enrolled. Last year, we had a 90% increase. And I will say word of mouth has been probably 
our best friend. We make sure we go to places like armories, VFWs, places where they're amongst people who are like them. They feel comfortable. Um, it's easy for me with veterans. My husband is a veteran. My father is a veteran. So I don't feel uncomfortable. And I always start with that. Don't ever feel comfortable calling for help because, listen, I'm going to be honest. My dad's enrolled in that program. He needed a little bit of help. Awesome. Let me sign you up. So I never want someone to feel like they're never judged. And if you need it, we're all one paycheck away from probably needing food assistance or some type of help. So I want them to always know that you can come. You're not judged. You're among friends. And honestly, they'll call and say, hey, so-and-so told me to give you a call because it's really great. I tell them what we do. And again, if someone calls and they're like, I don't know if I'm going to take it, I just try to let them know that there's enough to go around. Let me get you signed up. Even if you just want to come with your friend just to see. It's really easy. It's simple. People love that program. I'll be honest, like I said, 90% increase. We started with 90. I have over 300 veterans now enrolled, and we also take care of their family. So there's over 500 people in that program right now. People love it. So I think we've done a really great job of spreading the word and letting them know there's nothing to be ashamed about. You earned this. That's kind of what I say. You earned this food. If you need it, come get it. Good for you. Usually I would say something like this at the end of a conversation, but I'm going to just jump in here and say it now, because when you called me the other day and we were talking about setting this time up, you mentioned that you'd only been with the uh, food warehouse now for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you are. And, and the thing is, is it it's one thing to sit down and learn a whole bunch of stuff. It's another thing that you can tell that you've learned this because you're incredibly passionate about it. And now you've kind of given us a little insight into exactly where that passion comes from. So, I mean, good for you. I, I'm uh, I'm taken back. Thanks. You know, <laughs> really, you're doing a good job. Now, again, you're small. This is this is a fine example of, you know, I hate it when um, when haters and, and people start um, coming down on uh, a lot of organizations, and a lot of organizations get a bad rap because they start wondering where their money goes to, and they say, well, you know, X amount of it goes to administration. But already what I have learned in this conversation is, first of all, I know firsthand that you're a very, very small group of people. Mm-hmm. But number two, not only are you administrating the food and making sure that it comes together, that it's in a place and it's being organized to be sent then spider webbing into other organizations. Mm-hmm. And you folks are also administrating that. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're making the phone calls that are going out. You're also taking the phone calls that are coming in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's impressive, the workload that you folks have. And every time I've ever met you and uh, or, or, or anybody from your organization, it's always so up. It's always so positive. And you people feel, I mean, it's it shows on, on your face. It shows in your presentations how much you care and how passionate you are about this. And that says a lot about an organization. I feel like it's our responsibility to our neighbors, to our families, to be there if they need us. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, that could be us needing that help. So while I thank you for thanking us, really, I thank people for trusting us to come to us, for sending in those donations to help support us. Absolutely. Because being able to get that food out means that one more person's not going hungry, which means we did our job that day. Absolutely. Good for you. So, 40 years. 40 years. So, we 
have been around for 40 years, 40 years of feeding the people of Mercer County. And again, it's our honor to be here and still standing and we're ready to celebrate. Um, I don't know if I'm okay to, to share what we've Absolutely, got coming up. Absolutely, please. All right, you just, so, it's wide open. Here. All right. We've got our 40th anniversary gala coming up on October the 7th from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Avalon. And this is huge for us. Um, we're going to have some entertainment. We're going to have dancing, food. It's really going to be a celebration of where we came from where we are, but more importantly, where we're going. I can't share right now what's coming up, but there's a huge surprise in that evening, but it's big. And we're ready to share it with everybody in Mercer County. And we're just ready for the people of Mercer County just to know that we're here, we're not leaving, and we're ready to continue to meet this ever-growing need. So this is going to be not only a celebration, but I'm assuming it's also going to be a fundraiser. It is a fundraiser. So tickets are $100 a person. That includes your dinner. That includes all the activities. There will be raffles that evening. There is going to be some presentations that evening so so people can kind of hear what we do, what who we serve. Because sometimes people come to our fundraisers because you know they heard it from a friend of a friend, but they don't really know what we do. So it's just going to be not only information, though, but fun, but also information just hearing what's going on this year because this year has been it's been a crazy ride i mean from what i hear i wasn't there during the pandemic but i'm hearing that these numbers and what we're seeing is even bigger and than the pandemic it's nothing like they've seen that was one of the directions i wanted to go in in our conversation was and i was it it really wouldn't be any kind of a intellectual leap to make the connection that COVID had a lot to do with the elevation of numbers because you kind of see this and you know nationwide so you'll actually be surprised the okay. numbers went down somewhat during COVID from what I understand because people were receiving so much extra money hmm. you know there were extra snap benefits um they were getting extra checks um there was like some COVID relief money out so while the numbers were high they're higher now and it's because there's inflation, because the end of the extra pandemic SNAP assistance, people had cuts in their Social Security. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have happened both, you know, out in the open and even behind the scenes where families who were like, oh, we're great. You know what? We don't need that backpack program for our student this summer or, or this school year. Or we don't need that extra food. Save it for somebody else because we have food stamps to cover that. Now they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do because literally – they were never meant to be long-term, those extra food stamps. But the way they ended, it was very abruptly. Mm -hmm. Some people didn't even know. I mean, I had a woman call who said she went from receiving 150 and she's been fine to $16 overnight. Mm -hmm. That's hard because how do, you, how do you rebound when a loaf of bread is 2 $3 and a gallon of milk is almost 5 sometimes? Yeah, I, I mean, there is no rebound. I have a friend, a senior friend, that um, went from – close to 200 a month to like 89 exactly how can you live off that at a time when food is at its highest mm -hmm. and there right now there's really no end in sight for the i mean it's just continued to increase right so people are struggling more so now shockingly a lot of people are like how is that but it's because they were receiving so much extra assistance then that they're not receiving now and honestly i think that's why by March, our numbers for emergency food assistance were already almost doubled. People weren't, they knew it was coming, but you know something's coming. You kind of put it to the back of your mind. Right. And then it comes and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I rebound? How do I come back from this? Interesting. Interesting. One of the things that I noticed here, um, I, I do some of the marketing and promotions for uh, the Reynolds Drive-In. And we did the Christmas in July and the owners of the drive-in said, you know what? Let's also do a fundraiser or a uh, food raiser mm -hmm. or the food bank. And 
I was thrilled because at the drive-in, you're going to see a real cross-section of what this community is like, from the very poorest to the very wealthiest, and everybody comes together. And I was amazed right out of the gate how many people brought food. And you could tell when they were bringing it, it was not just a novelty. They were happy to do it. And so the owner said, you know what, we ought to continue to do this throughout the rest of the year. So we have. It hasn't dropped off. And I hope we continue to do that out there. My, What I'm getting to is, you know, people in all of our communities, one of the wonderful things about being an American, it's another thing about this community, is that people do give. They do. What can people do to continue to help the food bank? To help support the Community Food Warehouse, I always say you can host a food drive. Food drives are awesome for us because that's food that sometimes isn't always there. Um, And we can take it to the back. We sort it. We get it out. Um, I also say take collections. For us, every dollar donated provides three meals. So food drives are amazing, but sometimes businesses don't have time to collect that food. And if they don't, I always say take a collection. Do a dress down day. Those dollars add up so fast in house. And sometimes people have this notion that the big donations mean the most. Honestly, someone who gives 10 and $20 a month means the most to us because A, that means you took the time to care. You're giving what you have. And those dollars add up fast to meals. Like I said, $1, three meals. It's awesome. Additionally, just sharing what we're doing. Just word of mouth sharing, hey, did you know the Community Food Warehouse is going to be in Farrell on Friday from 1 to 3 p.m. at Our Lady of Fatima Church? Did you know that they hold pop-ups throughout the community, that there's mobile pantry? If you just share even just those words that we're giving out food, you're helping one more person, plus you're letting others in the community know that we're here and what we do. So I always say food drives, donations, and spreading the word, and volunteers. Volunteers are huge. Volunteers are really what makes us successful because if we don't have volunteers, the food does not get out the door. There's really only seven of us. <laughs> and so when we have volunteer groups come in, be it businesses, be it individuals, you don't have to commit to an entire day. It's a two-hour shift. If you can't make it two hours, you let us know. We'll kind of let you taper to what you need. Um, also, there's options. Sometimes people are off-put like, what are they going to make me do? Pick what you want to do. There's a list. You can actually pick what meets your need best. So volunteers are huge to our organization. If we didn't have volunteers, our doors would not be open. If you're looking to volunteer for something. Mm-hmm. Are there specific days that you do specific things? So we have volunteer groups Monday through Friday. Um, and honestly, every day is a new day. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I always tell people don't ever expect. And sometimes even when you're like, oh, today I'm going to pack. We might come in. You may come in. There may have been a huge delivery of produce. and You may be packing up that produce. So just be ready to have fun. Be amongst friends because you will make friends. You don't have a choice. You're going to make friends <laughs> because everybody there is happy to be there because they support the mission that we have because if you didn't support it there's no reason for you to be there so that's one of the big things here in our relationship as we get to know each other here in the coming years i really want to stress is it's not always just about you know loading up some cans and dropping them off in a bin or writing a check Mm -hmm. you know if you're a family if you're a group a church group scouts 4-h everything that goes on in this community you're just a community that wants to get you get together with neighbors These are wonderful opportunities to get together, not only to do something very, very positive for your your community, but to also be social. Yes. I mean, I love that. I mean, the thing is, you walk right in here and right out of the gate, you ooze. We like to have a good time and let's (laughs) let's be social. 
so it doesn't have to be like doldrum of going. I've seen the facility too. You have a newer, new building, a so, new ish. It's new ish. And but it's so bright. It's you know, bright. I see your working tables, and I mean, everything always looks so clean. And it, oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Everything there is clean. Um, I will tell you that building is new ish because I'll be honest, probably within the next five to six years, we probably need a bigger building. Probably gonna yeah. Because we are just growing so fast mm -hmm. that we're almost outgrowing where we're at. So it's well, coming. <laughs> I do want to um schedule here soon. I want to come down and do a little bit of a tour. Yeah, if come I down. Could do that, You're please. welcome to I, come. I, and if anybody listening wants to come, just call. I'm mm -hmm. open to tours. I love for people to see what we do because sometimes when you see it, you want to become a part of it. And once you're a part of it, you're never leaving. Now, to be honest, uh, again, how I've learned the most about the community food warehouse has been through social media because I do some social media management on my own. You also uh, handle the social media and everything for the... So our social media presence has grown... Yes, it has. Hugely. So that's not all because of me. We do have someone on the back who mm -hmm. does amazing work. And then I just make sure if people are asking questions, I'm getting them answered. If they need to know where we're at, they can private message the Facebook page. Sometimes, sometimes people may not feel comfortable maybe calling in and they feel more comfortable messaging a social media platform, which is great because if they're messaging, they're going to get that response instantaneously from me. So yeah, I kind of handle the back end, but we have someone who generates all of like our online presence. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. I'm not sharing her because I'm not giving her up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she's great and she knows who she is. That's awesome. We kind of met because I share a lot of your stuff around with yes. different clients and different people. And it, and I've been following it now for some time, the Community Food Warehouse. And I encourage other people to do too, instead of getting on there and posting. Okay, so you, you want to post your political or your personal or whatever memes. That's fine. If you post five a day, that's great. You know what? Just Why don't you just post four and make sure one of them is something like the Community Food Warehouse? And then it'll catch on because it's amazing how many people appreciate this. Our goal is to spread love. And every time we share it, I'm always impressed to look at the people that acknowledge it and that pay attention to it. Yeah, we, we always, always equate the food warehouse and as bringing food items and I, I can almost rattle off the list off the top of my head about the things that you you know as far as canned goods and dry goods and plus even laundry detergent mm -hmm. things like that all of those personal care items some of the items that you want to stay away from glass yes glass items please and the reason for that is because when it comes down to the warehouse is sorted and then packaged out and we are really really against waste so what we do is anything that's too dented to go out, maybe too past expiration to be still good by Feeding America guidelines, we place into a big bin and we take to Hermitage to the water treatment plant oh, cool. and it's crushed down and converted into energy. But glass actually jams up their system. Mm -hmm. So then we're pulling out glass, but then it breaks, it gets all over stuff. So we do try to just ask to avoid glass. Other than that, we'll pretty much take it if it's food, even like household items because they go out and our agencies need them because these are things that people need. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, cash is always, always, so, you know, a check, a cash, making some sort of a financial donation or making some sort of a pledge that uh, a monthly commitment uh, to give to an organization like this because it does. It builds up really, really quick. Let's jump back to the gala again. So we have this coming up. What is the date? October the 7th from 5 to 9 p.m. And again, it's at the Avalon and Hermitage. Which is beautiful. We have some people we're honoring that evening. Um, I hear we're going to have some special guests that evening. I just would love to see people come out if they've never been with us or they've been following us for years. No matter what, just come. Don't your friends, your family come. 
the the promotional campaign started here relatively recently. How are your ticket sales on it so far? Ticket sales are going actually really great. People really love what we do, and I think people love the idea of getting dressed up. I've been marketing it as a date night. So <laughs> if you're <laughs> thinking about something you can do for your spouse, think about dinner, dancing, dessert. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get that anywhere else for $200. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and plus, too, we'll have some places for some beautiful pictures to be taken. So, yeah, date night, also fun night. But, yeah, tickets are going fast. So if you're interested, tickets are due in by September the 1st. So so yeah. there's a lot of people that I know out there that have money, okay? And they may not necessarily want to go to the gala. Okay. And that's one of those things where they say it sticks in the back of their head and they go, you know what? Um, I, I've got to donate to that. Well, this is a wonderful opportunity for you to make a couple of people, like a couple of neighbors, a couple of people in your community, a couple of friends, a couple of relatives that wouldn't necessarily get to do something like this. Uh, you folks with a couple of bucks, why don't you pick up a couple of tickets and make some friends of yours very happy and send them to the gala and let them learn something new. Yes. Also, too, we have a program that we're selling advertisements for that night. So if you want to get your business out there, it's a great way to get your business out there, too. And even if you want to do an anonymous donation to the 40th, our goal is $40,000 for 40 years of feeding people. So every dollar gets us one step closer to that goal of $40,000. That's terrific. All right. Uh, website www.foodwarehouse.org mm-hmm. <laughs> please come visit it it'll answer majority of the questions you can sign up for our newsletter there so if you're maybe hesitant not really knowing where to start sign up for the newsletter that's a great start follow us on social media and just kind of revisit you'll be able to see what we're doing um, something that's coming off the website here soon was Myron's Millmobile that's our summer feeding bus our bus is big so our bus is in its third year and it serves 5,000 meals over 10 weeks in low-income neighborhoods. So you'll be able to see it here and see about our bus. Um, you'll be able to see about the gala. Um, mobile Pantry is huge. That's where we have three sites. So Mobile Pantry started as something from the pandemic. Um, we were serving 100 people. We're serving over 1,000 now at three locations. And we go to um, places that don't have pantries. So we go to Mercer because their pantry closed, Fredonia. And we also go to Hermitage. And sometimes people are like, how is there no pantry in Hermitage? There's not. So we also go to Hermitage and then we do one pop-up a month right now. And we just pop up throughout the county just to kind of meet that immediate need. Those are what I love watching for. Mobile pantries. For People. sharing. Yeah, yes. I do. I mean, everything that you guys are doing, I try, but the mobile pantries are a big thing and uh, and people love to share those. People love mobile pantry because you're not just getting a box of dry goods. You're getting meat, you're getting dairy, you're getting produce. I mean, we really made a big, big effort to get fresh produce out and not just those dry goods. Thus far in 2023, we've distributed 270,000 pounds of fresh produce. That's huge from last year at 140,000. Is all the, fo- the food coming from local and regional or is some of it coming from uh, I would think, because produce I would think would be produce very, is very... Al- is local. Local. Is it? Yes. That's true. So produce is local, and then we do source things honestly from all over. Mm-hmm. Majority of the food we do try to stay local. Yeah. What's yeah? No, that's cool. <laughs> What's the easiest way though to go about um, reaching you folks? I mean, of so course, if you have some food that you want to donate, be it a restaurant or a business or a farmer, we love farmers. We actually have an initiative. It's called Grow a Row. So if they want to grow a row and donate that back to the food bank, we'd love for them to do that. Or if they just have some extra produce that they need to, you know, offload. 
they can call down. We can take it. We do take donations. We've had um, hunters call with deer that needs processed. They'll process it out and donate it to the food bank. We will definitely take those things. Um, I'm going to be honest. That's not exactly my area, but call down and talk to Tom. <laughs> He'll get you all set up. I'm so glad because I completely forgot about that. First of all, grow a row by late winter coming in the, yeah, after the first of the year and going into the spring, I want to get involved with helping you promote the daylights out of that because that is so clever and what a great idea. It's awesome. That and we have a, a garden. Yeah, I was going to say, that could be a farm, that could be a backyard garden, that mm -hmm. could be anything. What a great way to get involved in the community and to help out your neighbors. And I tell people, if you don't have a garden and you don't have the time to start your own garden, come see us on 4th Avenue and Sharon. We have a community garden that I could use all the extra hands to come help with. And I see pictures of that all the time, and it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's very, very a lot nice. of time and energy, but we love it because anybody can come take anything they need from there. So we were, yeah, Grow a Row is exciting. That's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to help and working with that. And the other thing is um, I've run into friends that have donated deer mm -hmm. yeah i remember the first time i heard it and i thought that was so clever and i'm so glad that you brought that up what a great great idea yeah like i said i'm not exactly sure of all the parameters right. but if you call tom he'll get you all set he'll up he'll get you all set up and all this information is pretty much on your website yes the website's gone over a little bit of a revamp here somewhat recently too. i'll tell you right now the website's gone through a revamp and it's going through an even bigger one here soon so well, stay it tuned looks great and Thank it's you. so much easier to navigate oh. now too that's music to our ears because that's something that we've really been trying to work on. It's hard with organizations like this. We're trying you... to get all the information right. out, but make it accessible and easy. But like I said, just stay tuned. There's going to be some okay, amazing cool. things coming. Cool. Yeah. I was going over it the last couple of days and I'm like, okay, this is nice. It's, you. you know, it's like when a car drives smooth. <laughs> you, can, you can kind of tell. <laughs> Alexis, thank you so much for coming in. Um, let's not make this the, the first and last time. Let's continue this conversation. In the meantime, I'm going to be helping to promote the gala. And anybody out there, you want information about the gala, you can look on my Facebook page. You're going to, I'll have it up on my uh, website too. And uh, of course, you can go to uh, Community Food Warehouse of Mercer County and the website www.foodwarehouse.org. And if you're interested in purchasing tickets, you can do so online or by calling in. We can do it either way. And just thank you for having me. This has oh, been great. No, it's going to be fun. We're going to, like I said, we're going to do this some more. <laughs> and folks, those of you that are living out of the area, what a great way to do something, whether you want your name on it or you want it anonymously. This is another great way that you could help out your community. Thank you so much, Alexis. I'm looking forward to this again. And I'm gonna I'll call you here in the next week or so and we'll set up an appointment to come down because I want to come down, look around, take some pictures. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Try to encourage people to come out and volunteer. Yeah, come down, please. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Mr. Dana presents.